Congratulations. Victoria's housing market has rebounded strongly this year. Hammers were falling once again. Buy numbers per auction are actually up on last year. Rates, of course, on hold again at 0.25%. National house prices were still rising. A man's home is his castle. And today, it goes under the hammer. Welcome to Under the Hammer for Direct Connect. Direct Connect is a free service making moving easy for you. Call them today on 1300 664 715. Yes, and welcome to another episode of Under the Hammer. Well, we started this program during COVID lockdown and now things are looking up, especially for Melbournians, which is exciting. I am joined, my name's Jane Neal, and each week I'm joined by Stav from O'Brien Real Estate to talk all things real estate. Stav, you're a very positive guy and you have managed in the last few weeks to assure all of our Under the Hammer listeners that there is a bright side to this. We're coming out of lockdown. It's spring and people are really keen to sell and to buy houses. So how's your week been? <laughs> well, the ever-changing uh, real estate uh, platform is changing weekly. It's a moving target and spring has sprung. So this week we had some amazing results. We had some great news on the weekend from Daniel Andrews, our Premier, uh, that's allowing now street auctions in street zone, in, in area zones or auction zones for up to 10 people. But that doesn't include the, uh, the auctioneer and the real estate agent. So it's 10 people plus real estate agents. So it's been, that's great news. So for someone who has been conducting auctions online in front of cameras <laughs> for the last like few months, 10 people would seem like a big crowd. Uh, it, it is. It's a big crowd, but it's not a big enough crowd. So sure. this Saturday, for example, I've got an auction in Moorabbin that I'm helping our O'Brien Oakley office with, and they've already got 12 registered bidders. Now, I come from a Greek family, as you know, and <laughs> I could not bid if I didn't bring my wife with me. Most ethnic families, if they don't bring mum, dad, and uh, a few support team with them, they can't actually buy. So 10 people isn't enough, but look, it's something. Well, speaking of your big Greek family, we've actually got a really special guest on the show today who just happened to be uh, with you on your other Greek radio real estate show today, Anastasia from Gogglebox. You're like Kylie Minogue. Uh, well, no. Kylie Anastasia. We just need to say Anastasia from Gogglebox. <laughs> so welcome, Thank Stubbs you very cousin. much. Thank you. Does real estate just flow in your veins? It does. It does. Yes. As a good Greek girl? When... As, well, I wouldn't say good Greek girl, but <laughs> maybe a crazy Greek girl. <laughs> so apparently you're the person who got Stav into real estate. I want to hear your side of this story yeah. first, Anastasia, and then see if Stav wants to do any fact-checking. Yeah. Um, we were at a wedding. One of our cousins was getting married, and oh, I, I can actually still see him today. He came up to the table, and I was sitting with then my ex-husband, who, and Stav started to talking to us about real estate and how can he get into it, what can he do. You know, I said to him, you know, you've, uh, first of all, if you want to, go and get your um, – back then there was a – it was, wasn't was an agent's rep. It was you got your sub-agent's licence and what you did is you had to go and get a job and then your director would uh, sign for you to get your, um, your sub-agent's licence. Now, obviously, it's changed and it's an agent rep and you do a course and, and all the rest of it. But when I first started, it wasn't like that. And it just started from there, and um, I and it, you know he's just and I must say I'm so proud of him. He's so good at what he does. He's articulate. He's got passion. He's got drive. He's just he's just the epitome of what a, a person in real estate should be. He's just got it all. 
He's have yeah. nothing to correct on that uh, no. account. No, look, I remember that day vividly. Um, you know, it was 1991, right. so it was a long time ago. And and Anastasia planted the seed. My dad wanted me to become a doctor, like every Greek um, son should be. <laughs> My dad, a lawyer. Yeah. <laughs> And uh, she did plant the seed, and uh, and that that's factual. Uh, that's yes. how I got into real estate. Yes, fantastic. What age did you buy your first house, Anastasia? Um, my look, I actually bought land first. Uh-huh. That was my very very first purchase um, because I I sold land before I sold house real estate. Um, but my first house was in two thousand. Okay, twenty years ago. Um, yeah, and I've still got the same house now, but I've I knocked it down and just built a new one, and oh, I've been wow. in the new one for about a year. Yeah, well, that we could almost do a whole episode on that, I think, because yeah. that is certainly becoming very popular, yeah. especially in Melbourne. Yeah. And of course, you know, if you've never seen Gogglebox, basically we watch people like Anastasia watching TV, yeah. which I reckon was kind of ahead of itself for 2020. We've all mm. ended up watching each other on screens. Yeah, so. I think yeah. So we 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 had a good concept there, didn't we? Absolutely, <laughs> we all. We also have two industry guests with us today, Alex Dukakis, a licensed agent, director and auctioneer at O'Brien Real Estate in Sydenham, and Marcus DeGiusti. Have I said it correctly? Firstly, welcome to you, Alex. G'day. Yes, you've uh, got it pretty spot on there. And uh, thanks for having us. And your sales associate, Marcus. Um, Marcus, how'd I go with the last name? All good? Yeah, you're right. (laughs) So, guys, we would love to learn a little bit more about you and the market that you're in. Um, But, Alex, how long have you been in real estate and what drew you to this profession? A long time. Um, Since I was 18, so I'm 33 now, so about 15 years. Um, I actually got out of school, didn't know what I wanted to do, um, done an accounting diploma, and to be honest, I didn't want to study anymore, and I just thought I'd try real estate. Um, Family's always always been in property and business and that, so I thought I'd give it a crack, and it actually just worked out. Like, I was very lucky. Um, Just, I don't know, got into it, like dealing with different types of people, different situations, and um, I don't know, I guess I like working hard as well. So, yeah, that's that's my story. Alex, um, you're an accredited auctioneer yourself, and you do a lot of auctions out in Sydney Way. Uh, but last yes. night we had our first edition of uh, Auction TV come back um, after being in lockdown for, for what, eight, nine weeks. Um, and you started the show with a cracking auction. Um, tell us about what happened last night. Uh, yeah, we did, mate. Um, it was an absolute belter. Look, it knocked the socks off me, um, the owners, and, and the buyers were obviously really ecstatic as well. But, um, look, property there, the, the property did speak for itself. So it's a credit to the owners um, that they built a quality first home. It was extremely well presented. Um, look, we had lots of buyers through it. The marketing worked really well. And, look, on the night we um, we had, you know, multiple bidders there. We had about four bidders. Um, and they fought it out, and, and we, um, you know, got a, the very best price, I believe, for our owner, which is really good. But most importantly as well, um, the purchasers certainly secured a, a really, really good property as well. So um, it all went well. The campaign went perfectly, no doubt, no doubt about it. Look, what I, what I love about having you as the managing agent when I do your auctions on Auction TV is that because you're an auctioneer yourself, 
you're actually able to adapt very quickly. You know, you've got to expect the unexpected with auctions. It's not yeah. always the same script or the same um, path for every auction. So you've really got to dance to the music that's playing. And I always say, you know, if, if there's jazz mu- music playing, you don't dance rock and roll. You've got to dance to the music that's playing. And last night, you were in Sydney, I suppose, and um, Marcus, you were at your home uh, and the buyers were at their home. So we were probably at about five or six different locations but the way we worked together as a team, yeah, you know, it was just seamless. Uh, you know, the viewers that saw it last night and a couple of your vendors SMS me last night, they actually saw it seamless. How did it feel from your point of view, from from your side of the camera? Um, look, very much the same. Like, um, you know, that was our second one that we've done online. We've done one pre um, co or pre restrictions actually, and. Um, Look, they've both gone really, really well. And it just comes down to, I think, you know, as a collective, you know, corporate, um, all our offices, you know, putting in the training, putting in um, the practice. And, um, you know, that's just how it all comes together. Um, you know, we've planned for it, we've practiced for it, and it just it just works. So um, I think that's the, the key, main key thing. And um, corporate's done, including yourself, Stavros, obviously, um, done an amazing job, you know, I guess, pre and, and beforehand, you know what I'm saying? So with all our offices. So I hope I'm making sense there. But, yeah, I think that's what it comes down to. Now, Marcus, Marcus, um, what's your experience been as we welcome you in? Are, are your sort of buyers and your clients, are they really welcoming the new technology? Are they embracing it? Have you seen older people than, you know, your typical millennials who are great with the technology actually realise this online thing can be okay? Yeah, well... Clearly, clearly, they use technology better than I do trying to join this um, Google Meets just now. But it's um, <laughs> it's it's pretty it's like you know straightforward process. So, like I had a guy who was bidding on behalf of his his folks last night. Um, you know, and they obviously signed up for an email in case you know they would have successful bidders, and we had to use DocuSign to sign the contracts and whatnot. So, like it's pretty straightforward, um, and we just communicate that to to the buyers. You know that that were obviously interested. Um, yeah, and again, it's just about, you know, communicating that. Um, obviously, myself, Luke and Alex, you know, were, were speaking prior to the auction and saying, hey, if this happens, you know, this is what we need to do. If this happens, this is what we need to do. So just preparing for, you know, every sort of situation, depending on, you know, which buyer would be the successful purchaser at the end of the day. Um, so, yeah, pretty straightforward. But, um, yeah, like, like Alex said, we practised well for it and, you know, we were really prepared and cohesive unit last night, so it was good. Yeah, I reckon that COVID's probably just brought the technological aspect of what you can do now forward oh, by about amazing. five years. Anastasia, why do you love watching online real estate uh, sales and, and auctions? It's kind of addictive, isn't it? It's, it's <laughs> just, you know what, it's just such a new thing. I think it's a new era. It's a beginning of a new era. Um, look, I'm a bit biased because I love watching stat. I, like I get proud when I watch him do <laughs> yeah. it. You have no idea. He warms my heart when I watch him, and he's so good at it. <laughs> like you know, he's just amazing. And I just think um, that O'Brien Real Estate, um, their thinking and and everything has just brought a new era to the way that auctions can be done. And it, it's all, you know, it goes back to we've learnt a lot what we could do in lockdown. Like it's brought out a lot of things that that we didn't know we could do before that we can now. Yeah, and, and people are comfortable with it, whereas yeah, they yeah, weren't before. No. And I think, look, there's you can have 
auctions during the week now. You don't have to go out outside. Um, you know, they're open for anybody all over the world or country to come and have a look at. You've got Stav's bright, shining face there. What more do you want? <laughs> I think that's actually true. Like you're saying, you know, you, you want to have your family around you for an yeah. auction. But if that's international and no one's coming into the country, yeah. then it actually is wonderful to be able to do that with well, so many is. people. Because all our cousins in Greece can watch him. <laughs> So, so we took we took Caroline Springs to Greece yesterday, Alex. Yeah. So there you go. <laughs> amazing! That was an amazing re- result yesterday. Amazing. Now, Alex, tell us a little bit more about your area in Sydenham. So, you know, did you have many or any sales during full COVID lockdown? And what's it looking like in the next few months? You know, where are the hotspots and and what are people looking for? Yeah, um, look, during lockdown, we didn't sell many homes, established homes. Um, We we just find that a lot of people want to feel, see and touch. You know, we're dealing with a lot of families, um, you know, that that are buying uh, their forever home or whatnot. Um, Not many investors. There are a few investors that may look at something sight unseen. But as I said, a lot of people want to feel, see and touch. So, uh, but we did sell a bit of land during lockdown. So obviously you don't need to um, go through a house and inspect a house to, to buy land. So um, got a few blocks away, um, which is good. But yeah, look our area. Um, you know, things are really, really going strong, I think, on the buy front at the moment. We're doing lots of buyer inspections, a lot of families looking at upsizing. Um, we've got a lot of first home buyers in the market as well. Um, so things are really, really ticking along nicely at the moment. And I think we're going to be very, very busy uh, right through Christmas, to be honest, uh, which is really great. And Marcus, for you, has the phone just been ringing off the hook in the last week? And now that you know there are those expansions of what you guys can do, is it hard to coordinate everything? Yeah, it's just, I guess, about having the systems and process in place to, you know, sort of deal with the calls and that. The hard thing I find is it's a little bit more time-consuming to do the private inspections um, over just having it open at one time. So, you know, doing your your callbacks isn't like just one bulk thing after a Saturday or on the Saturday, you know what I mean? So it's sort of after every appointment and then you're getting calls in between, like inquiries in between, and then you've got to get to other inquiries that have come through, you know, overnight or whatever it may be. So... Um, that's been a little bit of a challenge, but, you know, I think last night was testament to how, you know, we progressed the buyers to the auction. And I think, you know, we, we run, you know, our clients and our buyers really well. So, Of course, uh, we want to say a big hello to our show sponsors, Direct Connect, because, Stav, you've got experience in this. When you are literally run off your feet just answering the calls of incoming inquiries, you don't have time to be doing all the little nitty gritty, do you? And they can um, help you move house or your agency actually help everyone do it a lot easier. Yeah, look, I've used Direct Connect as a business, so it's great to offer that extra service, that touch point. But I've used them as a customer as well when I settled on my property where they handled everything from my water, you know, my Foxtel, my telephone. They handle everything, electricity, gas, everything. So I couldn't recommend them enough because I've actually used them personally. Mm, fantastic. If you want to get in touch with the team at Direct Connect to help you out in your business or for your personal move, give them a call on one three hundred double six four. 715 to see how they can benefit you and your team. We might just have a look at some of the stats from the weekend, uh, Stav, and just sort of see, look, you know, you've got a record-breaking sale with Alex last night. Was that uh, familiar across the board? How did things look like statistically from the week just gone? Yes, well, it was. Well, statistically, Alex's sale doesn't go into the um, into this week's stats, 
but it was week 42 of 2020, uh, and we had 1,225 sales in Victoria, which was 342 more than last week. So it is a steady incline, and the slingshot effect has really, really worked. Um, It was still less than last year, spring last year. Even though spring has sprung, it's still less than last year. But one stat that I do want to talk about is that we had 6,134 sales across the nation, which is the biggest and busiest week in Australia for this year of 2020. And there's only twice this year that we've done over 6,000 sales. So it was pretty fanatical. So 15 out of the last 16 weeks, we've done over 5,000 transactions. So the market is really slingshotting like we said it would. And there is a huge appetite. All that pent up buyer demand is coming through and buying right now. So no, it's been great. And I guess today on Under the Hammer are Marcus and Alex from Sydenham. Now, Alex, have you noticed anyone saying, put my house on the market I want to get out of Melbourne as soon as lockdown finishes, or is that not something you've encountered yet? No, nothing, not encountered that <laughs> exactly. But um, I do have a couple of clients that um, plan to move up to Queensland. Uh, you know, just on a personal note, they didn't. It wasn't because of COVID, um, and their sales been delayed because the border's not open. So um, they're just waiting waiting, waiting to uh, hit the market. Um, look, we're trying to get some buyers through um, at the moment um, and, and try and, you know, maybe do a deal on a longer settlement. But, yeah, we, um, we've we got a couple of clients that were planning to move up, um, but, yeah, not, not for due to COVID, basically. Yeah. So are you finding that you have to be in this sort of current world we live in a little bit more flexible with some of your dealings with clients and sellers, you know, like just to make sure that, I mean, it's a lifestyle thing, you know, they can say they want to sell, but if they physically can't move you might just have to extend the campaign or really stretch things out a bit? Oh, no doubt about it. Uh, no doubt about it. Look, as I said, you know, with these two uh, specific clients or one in particular, um, you know, our plan is at the moment we're not going to expose it onto the market and, you know, have a full-blown campaign. But, look, if we do have some buyers that we feel that uh, would suit the house um, and would maybe consider a really long settlement um, to uh, give our owner, you know, time to, um, you know, hopefully get those borders open um, and, and make that move up. So, yeah, that, that's stuff like that. Um, but other than that, look, we're, we're, the, the flexibility now, um, I don't know, you don't really need too much flexibility because, you know, we can do inspections. Uh, people can look at houses. They can buy houses. They can sell houses. It's, yeah, it's 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 all systems go at the moment. Um, all we just need, I think, at the moment is to uh, be able to do some open for inspections. As Marcus said before, we're just... Just doing the one-on-one inspections is very, very time-consuming. There's no doubt about it. So we're very busy boys at the moment and uh, probably a bit tired as well. Even after restrictions, um, you know, you thought you might have rested up a little bit, but I think it was a bit mentally draining. So um, it's been pretty full on. It's good to know that you guys, you know, can see that this has been tough. And so if you are looking for a house, please be very kind to your local agent because they're exhausted. Uh, Stab, I find that really interesting that Alex is saying, you know, they have buyers on their books who, if they know that is the perfect property, even if it hasn't been listed for sale, they're willing to maybe do the sort of off-market thing. So do you do that very often? Is it common? Yeah, look, more than ever, we've we've done a lot more off-market transactions at the moment where we're marrying a buyer and a and a property together. Um, but last night, for example, Alex actually invited a few of his potential vendors to watch the O'Brien Auction TV. And straight afterwards, they realised that right now is a bit of a, a boom going on. Um, and I know a couple of uh, properties are coming on the market with Alex because of that reason. And you've got to go with the with the flow. You know, you don't swim against the current. You swim with the current. If it's busy now, put your property on the market now because there are buyers out there right now. 
but some people would say, oh, but we're not ready and we're not sure and we're not... But is it just worth getting an appraisal for a start? Yeah, so all you need to do is get one of the O'Brien real estate team members out there from anywhere in uh, across Melbourne and Gippsland. And what we can do is we can give you advice of what needs to get done because sometimes you don't... Some people want to paint the house or change the carpet before they put it on the market, but guess what? Every property I've ever sold... The vend the buyer has eventually changed the carpet, the curtains, or something. They've changed something because they want to put their own signature on the property. So you don't want to spend the money because if you spend the money, then you've got to get the money back. Interesting. Anastasia, I can see you nodding there. And of course, uh, Anastasia from Gogglebox, Stabber's <laughs> cousin, is yeah. our guest as well. Would you just say, look, even if you haven't had the chance to do all the prettying up stuff, Put it on the market and just see. Yes, I agree with what Stav just said. You yeah. Know, sometimes you can. There's such a thing as overcapitalizing or you know spending too much, and you know you don't get it back. You know, um, and as Stav said, a lot of people do. They want to put their own curtains in their own carpet. They some rip out the carpet. They want floorboards. So then you've got this vendor that spent all this money on say carpet. And then it just gets pulled out anyway. Mm. You know, with, with me, I actually knock down the houses. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's interesting. This is where we can lead into a segue where we can have, uh, it's more important to style the home. Yes. And yes. we can talk about that in one yeah. of our coming weeks. Yeah, I'm really Much interested more in that. That seems to come up a lot. You know, the styling is so important. Alex, if uh, you had someone almost ready to do the big sell, what would your best advice be for them at the moment? Best advice, if they were thinking, um, is to go now, uh, definitely. I think, um, as Stuff said before, you know, we've got to go with the tide now. And uh, there's a lot of buyers out there. Last night's results saw that. Um, you know, get us out there. We can give you the advice. Um, if you're able, in my opinion, to, uh, you know, touch the property up a little bit, I think that will help um, in, um, you know, garnering more interest, I believe. And the more interest we get, you know, the more competition we can get. Um, you know, styling a home, as Stav said as well, uh, definitely the right thing to do, in my opinion, as well. So um, the property we sold last night did all those things, was, you know, fresh, styled, ready to go. And, um, you know, look at the result we got. So um, you got a case study right there. And you said that you actually had uh, the successful bidders dancing around doing a happy dance. And obviously your client was extremely happy with the results. So it must be lovely to have both of those situations, both people on each end, really, really excited and happy with the sale. Oh, 100%. Look, that, that's that's the ultimate goal of a real estate agent at the end of the day. Um, you know, we're there to marry up the uh, the home, the vendor, I guess, or the vendor's home uh, to the buyer. And um, we're trying to find that, that, that dream purchase for the purchaser and uh, get that dream result for the owner at the end of the day. Um, it's, a, it's a big stage in someone's life, purchasing mm-hmm. a property um, and selling a property. Um, you know, a vendor, that result they told me, you know, um, we were budgeting on X amount um, and this has totally changed the game for us. Um, and that just, that's just amazing from my point of view. So, um, Alex, one question I've got for you and, and Marcus is what would you guys, you know, now that we're getting back to some normality, what would you keep? Okay, this is the biggest question that everyone's uh, probably trying to work out, and what wouldn't you keep? I love a street auction as well. That, that's just me, though, because I'm an auctioneer. I, I like to be on show and, um, you know, showing neighbours what we can do. But to be honest, I like the online auction as well. You know, it works. I think it all works, basically. So there's not much I would change. It's just yeah. probably the open for inspections because, as I said, it's absolutely extremely time-consuming. But, look, on the flip side as well, we get to, I guess, build a better relationship with our purchaser um, on the one-on-one as well. So 
I don't know. Tough question, man. Yeah, really look, tough question. What I've learned, uh, Alex, is that everything's become more scalable. You know, we, we've got less paper in the office because everything's contactless. Uh, everything's electronic. We've got our electronic signatures. And I can't see, Jane, why we'd go back. You know, we don't have to archive the files anymore because they're held electronically. Uh, and it's just so much simpler. And the office has become cleaner. So, oh, yeah. you, yeah, the filing cabinet requirements for a traditional um, old school real estate agency must have been off the charts. Yeah, <laughs> true. Yes, paperwork yeah, everywhere. Yeah. Look, I don't really look at the paperwork side of things, so that's probably why I didn't uh, come to my head, to be honest. So, I'll leave that to my office manager and uh, my assistants to uh, sort that out. But yeah, now look, you, you raise a good point, Steph. No dead route. Now, Marcus, uh, for you, you know, fielding those first inquiries, you know, Alex has said that if if there's something you want, maybe contact your local agent and actually sort of say, this is what we're looking for. Let us know as soon as anything comes on the market. Is that a good piece of advice for people to just get in touch and and kind of, I don't know, it's like visualisation and it's like saying, this is what I want and maybe you'll find it. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I guess it's, it's all about, you know, finding, like Alex said, the right home you know, their dream home for the buyer. Um, I think we're enabled, or, you know, our ability to do that is enhanced by showing them, you know, different properties so we can actually get an idea of what they're looking for in the one that they're, you know, the next one they're looking for, I guess. Um, next to that, people that are looking to sell are in a position where they want to buy, you know, and sell. If we come out and see their place they're currently, you know, residing at, well, then we can also get an idea of what they're looking for in the next one. So it's just about you know, getting in front of those people, showing them properties, you know, seeing their property and um, just going from there. And, yeah, exactly, really, really qualifying what they're looking for in the next home and knowing what they're looking for, you know, not not just sort of order-taking, I guess, which is something Alex always, always says to me, never to be an order-taker. So you've really got to go above and beyond. And are you finding requests for things like must-have home office uh, you know, that's that's something that maybe a year ago we wouldn't even have thought to actually specify on a listing particularly. Um, not heaps, to be honest. Like, people did mention it, especially with Creeksview last night. They were like, look, I love the extra the extra room we can use as a study. Um, but it, it wasn't, I guess, a necessity or, or a deal breaker, I guess, in that sense for, for most people, to be honest. And Alex, do you think we're going to see a sort of change in, in what people are looking for in a home, more backyard space perhaps, or will we all sort of forget about this time soon enough? Look, I haven't really noticed that in the market at the moment. Um, I'm optimistic that we're going to be uh, seeing uh, this period in the rearview mirror uh, very soon and, um, you know, we'll be out of it and um, hopefully we'll be back to some normality. But haven't really seen much change in buyer's requirements or looking for something like that, no. Um, at the end of the day, you know, you've got people at different stages in life, so they're looking for different things. And um, at our way, we're going to hold variety of, a big mix of uh, different types of property. So um, no one really looking for something specific, no. Yeah. Well, thank you, guys. It's been really interesting to sort of hear your experiences uh, from the last few months, and we do wish you all the best. And, look, who knows, maybe uh, live auctions are actually here to stay and some of these things from COVID will actually become part of normal real estate practice. So Alex Dukakis uh, from Sydenham and his sales associate, Marcus DeGiusti, thank you for being on Under the Hammer. Lovely, thank you. 
Thanks for having us. And of course, we are going to put the contact details for Alex and Marcus in the show notes to this episode. If you are in the Sydenham area and you're going, yep, they've convinced me, it's time. It is definitely time. Uh, make sure you give the team in Sydenham a call. I'm Jane Neal. I'm with Stav from O'Brien Real Estate and his cousin Anastasia, who, Anastasia, you're actually more than just related. You're actually part of the business as well. I am, I am indeed, yes. <laughs> so do you have a specific title? Or I see you as an all-rounder kind I, of a, I, a lady. <laughs> yeah, I am round, but I am on all <laughs> Does does Stab just give you jobs? Here I just and there? do jobs and that, <laughs> and um, I think I think maybe a venture because I'm an auctioneer as well. Aha! Uh-huh. Um, and I but the last auction I did like was it wasn't a real estate; it was an actual charity. But I also did another one for a school. Um, so I wouldn't mind getting into a little bit of auction. But I just do you know if anyone needs any help with anything. Um, I mean, I've got vast experience. I'm, I'm slowly, you know, learning from Stav and getting back into it because I worked in a different era. Uh, real estate's changed a lot. Yeah. She, uh, she's underselling herself a little bit. She's a severe and she's very good <laughs> lead generator. So there's a lot of people that actually go to Anastasia and uh, we're picking up, there's a lot of celebrities that deal with her and we've picked up a lot of property managements through Anastasia and uh, we're getting a few sales. So she's an extremely good networker. And even a few celebrity clients from what I understand, uh, possibly even some chefs. So, you know, what's a chef looking for in a house, Anastasia? Uh, A big kitchen. (laughs) (laughs) A big kitchen. I've always believed real estate agents, they have this certain charm and charisma about them. Well, good ones do. Yeah, yeah good ones do. <laughs> and and it's, it's all about the vendor or the purchaser drawing to that charisma that you have. If you didn't hear our episode from last week, make sure you go back because we spoke to Australia's number one Michelle agent. Michelle Stevens. Yeah. yeah. Fantastic Brilliant. advice. And really, it is about people, isn't it? Yeah, and, it is. And it homes. Is. Um, Anastasia, for you, uh, when do the cameras come back in or are you filming Gogglebox at the moment? Uh, we, our last episode we filmed this week and then we're on a break again so, till the end of the year. So it's been on obviously for the last 10 weeks. Yeah. Do you ever get sick of watching no. TV while you film it? No, never. <laughs> Never. And she's always, one thing about Anastasia, she's always commenting about everything. So, And that's part of her job role at, uh, at yeah. what she does on Gogglebox. So, yeah, you yeah. couldn't ask for a more perfect no. job than no. watching TV and giving my opinion. And commentary. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, well, thank you so much for being for our guest. Thanks for having me, yes. And, of course, if you want to get in touch with Anastasia and, uh, you know, just have a chat to her through Stabber's office, all of the details in the show notes. So, Stav, are we expecting any more announcements this week or we're just holding off I'm, for... I'm hoping for a huge <laughs> announcement on Saturday night and it's going to be the Tigers of the Premiers. Yes. And, and that's, that, that's, that's the announcement that I'm really, really Go Tigers. For. I wasn't going to say anything because Alex was actually an Essendon supporter, so it felt like rubbing his nose in it. But, yes, you've got uh, your Richmond scarf on. Yes, I have. It's a bit sad that we can't actually throw open the no. house and no. have a party with the family, but how will you celebrate grand final? <laughs> uh, look, I've got a, a be- look, I've got a roof deck, um, so I'll probably put a TV up there because it will be in the evening and I might have uh, some lamb on the barbecue and uh, yeah. just enjoy it that way. Well, if you're a Tiger supporter, good luck to you. I, for some reason, am barracking for the Cats, I think, just oh. to see uh, Paddy Dangerfield finally win a flag yeah. in all those years of footy. But look, we'll we'll do a little quick dissection mm. next well, hasn't week. He, hasn't he, won, hasn't <laughs> no. he been in a winning, in no. a winning job never. team? Never. No. Not even in his junior years, apparently, has never won no. a flag. I, so. I think it's a fairy tale for Geelong with Ablett finishing, um, Scott's yeah. 450th. <laughs> I think you're spot on, unfortunately for me. 
But this is a real estate podcast, not a sports show, so <laughs> yeah. we will leave it there today. Thank you so much to our guests, uh, Alex and Marcus, from Sydenham and from Stav's office as well, his cousin Anastasia, who, you. as you heard, can uh, help you out if you are looking for a house or perhaps selling. I'm Jane Neild and I've been with Stav from O'Brien. We have been here thanks to Direct Connect. 1300 664 715 is their number to see how they can benefit you and your team, especially if you need to uh, increase that team a little in what is going to be a very, very busy few months. Thanks for listening, and we'll talk to you again next week. Thanks for listening to Under the Hammer for Direct Connect. Direct Connect is a free service making moving easy for you. Call them today on 1300 664 715.